This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. Happy hey. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for <laughs> Monday, ma, 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 April the 3rd. Not March anymore. I can't believe it's 2017. Like, what a... Where is the world? What the... It's incredible. Like, I lived my whole life waiting for the year 2000, and now we're 17 years past that? What? It's crazy. <laughs> 2020 is right around the corner? I just got a credit card that expires in... I was like... I got a... It's like, oh my God. Delete that. We probably just got our ID stolen. Yeah, I know. You know what? Maybe you should delete that these days. Jesus, the year of expiration is enough. Our identities were just stolen. Super. Yeah. Well, I don't remember the month. Just the year. Oh, okay. That's enough. Put your three-digit pin in the back. CVV code. Right. <laughs> you know, that annoys me too. Like, if I have to keep putting that in everywhere, why is that? Can't that also be stolen with the rest of the stuff? Yeah. Yep. I don't like it. <clears throat> I wish they'd go to fingerprint technology, except that um, sometimes my fingerprints, I feel like they're wearing away. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you're getting older? Yeah. Like, like some, it doesn't work all the time on my thing. Like my, actually my thumbprint, it's, and my thumb is pretty shiny. Like I can't really, so I wonder if. Like my my index finger will work, but my thumb Are won't work. Are we talking about work. your phone now? Mm-hmm. It's more likely it's your phone than your print. And all the other mm-hmm. ones work. All the other fingers work, but only only <laughs> once in a while. Like if I get it right on the side or Maybe something. Maybe you have to redo it. You know, I might you have initially to. do yeah. it. You have to do it in many different. Yeah. Like yeah, you're supposed to move and, it all yeah, around. Move it all around so you can you can yeah. detect it easier. Because I've often thought it would be good to like have things just be fingerprint technology. But I mean, people who are like in ceramics or anything where they sand stuff or you know whatever, you can lose your fingerprints. I mean, I think if you know. Is that true? Apparently. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, and then I guess your retina would work, but then if somebody cut your eye out after they've oh murdered you, God, well, so. I mean they could use oh, your finger, cut mean, your finger out, that's cut what your I eye out. With them. That comes to it's at least the person's got to kill you to get your <laughs> right. instead of sitting there in their own house just hacking away. That's I a little that's different. True. Maybe there could be like a bite down thing, like a dental recognition. You if have someone to, tries to, everybody steal, has to bite on the same thing. If someone tries to steal your eye, at least you can fight back. Mm. With your mace. Unbeknownst to you, someone is out there buying a car in your name right now. And I you know. Don't there even, should be like, something tied biometrically to you where even if your heart rate is elevated, you can't, they can't do it like, oh, this person's too scared to make this transaction. No, I was jogging. <laughs> well, you're going to have to walk around and cool down. Uh, so uh, the Scott Caporo update from earlier is that he's in Disneyland now. He They... they 
apparently flew to, he goes, we were at the airport and they delayed our flight by nine hours. I'm like, nine hours to LA? There's a flight every 10 minutes from mm-hmm. L- from SFO to LAX. Like, even if you got on a different airline. Or Orange County, wherever they're going. Right, wherever. John Wayne. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, oh, well, they, you know, canceled all the flights for that hour. So all of those people were piling onto all the other flights. I'm like, for nine hours, you could have rented a car and driven down there. <laughs> Is he there. flying right. standby? I, I don't think so. I think he had seats on the original flight. Mm-hmm. And then when they canceled all the flights, he w- had to be standby on all these other flights. Uh-huh. So nine hours later, they... I think they finally get to the airport down there at 10 p.m. The car rental place is closed, so they can't get their car. So they lost that reservation or whatever money they'd spent on that. It was like a whole, you know, it's Scott Nedson. Like nothing ever goes smoothly. Although the provisions for the Modern Man Mm -hmm. show in Santa Santa Rosa, Rosa? standing room only. At the pants store. The pants store. <laughs> and he only did Those one hour. Those are just the customers trying to get their clothes. Right. They're all waiting in line. <laughs> Hello. All right. And I guess that uh, there were a couple other acts, and he said it went really smoothly. Mm-hmm. He said he only walked, I think he said he walked one person, mm-hmm. and uh, which is probably a product of him not being on long enough to walk more. He only stayed, <laughs> right. he only stayed on for an hour. Good. That's good. plenty. Yeah. More. It's 10 minutes more than enough. Mm-hmm. Enough is 50. Mm-hmm. Actually, enough is half an hour. So him. what else? Uh, and then he's got two shows this weekend, one in Alameda no, on Friday. No, not about and, that. What else with his problem? Oh, nothing. He's <laughs> in a fight with Edson. Do yeah. I have any advice? I'm like, no, I don't have any advice. I'm on the air. Like, What are I, they in a fight about? Who knows? I didn't want to know, Vinny. I didn't ask. So he texted you that this morning? No, no he, he called. called me as soon as we get off the air at 9 o'clock. <sighs> Actually, Friday was the weird day. He called while we were on the Someone air. Someone needs to tell him not call you when you're on the air. Is that someone me? I hate telling people I will stuff. tell him. I'm saying I will take that down. Yeah. I'll send him the stair check. That is not cool, man. Yeah. You get well, you did it Friday fat. while we were on. At least today, it yeah. seems he somehow caught you in commercial. He actually, it was ringing as we turned off the mics. Yeah. And I looked over and went, oh, that's good timing. I figured he was here and had waited mm-hmm. after having learned his lesson, but I should have known better. That is just not right. Mm. It's Scott. I, I don't care. It. Yeah, it's Scott. That's why he should know better. <laughs> well, she sets no boundaries for him. So. I don't. I really don't. I'm going I'm to bad, because we boundaries. have too much going on these you, days. If you could take care of that for me and be really mean and be like, Sarah said don't do it, but I got to I just say you. a couple words and he knows where I'm coming from. Here's something. Just say something <laughs> along the lines that tries to not be a show killer. He can text me anytime he wants because I don't read those until I have a second to do it anyway. Right. So... Text away. What was the funniest part of the whole thing is he calls me. I talked to him for a couple minutes, you know, however long that phone call was. And he, you know, says, can you promote my shows? And I grab his shows. Here's where you're playing, blah, blah, blah. I've got his stuff. Yeah. One minute goes by. We get back on the air. I totally forget to promote him. I just hung up the phone and put him out of my mind. Denmark, Uh, no one's thinking about you. (laughs) I'll remember tomorrow. He is going to be back in here on Thursday, by the way. Okay. Disney's not keeping them. No. All right. They want to be happy, then. <laughs> <laughs> they have a reputation to uphold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to be like, who is this show killer? Get him out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I sound like I don't love him. I do love him. I, know, I just too. want him to 
play within the rules, the guidelines. He's been better, like, just doing my break. Like, he doesn't have to come in and take the show. Like, we have been getting to some trash stories. I like his take on stuff. And, you know, sometimes he's funny when he does that. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah, that word was in my head, too. (laughs) He gets super bored talking about anything but himself, though. So he finds Uh, a way to, like, bring it back. That reminds me of me. Yeah, right. oh, that reminds me of this one thing I have to tell you guys that is totally mm-hmm. off, to- off topic and is about to make everyone sad. Update on the research. Uh, you can't lose your fingerprints. Yeah, oh, you they can. rub off. Yeah. They'll, I think they'll reappear if you stop making ceramics Doing or whatever. whatever you're, what, what kinds of things can you do to lose them? Uh, if you work with bricks a lot or oh. uh, age can decrease the elasticity. Does uh-huh. tar do it? I, I don't know. Tar, it doesn't does it? specifically say. I bet tar. anything that like heat on your fingers. Obviously, I bet that. injuries or severe, severe burns can affect. Uh, your oh, yeah, sure. That's yeah. what I mean. Tar. Yeah. How about if you try to file them down? I bet that will work too. And mm. medications of sorts. Oh. Mm-hmm. And some babies are born without fingerprints too. Really? Well, yeah. that sucks for them. They just tattoo them. Or on. they can be like <laughs> super criminal. Right. Right. <laughs> you can touch everything and it's fine, right? No need yeah. for gloves. There needs to be like there needs to be some kind of bio measure, preferably something that they wouldn't have to kill you to get, like your breath smell or something. What? I don't know something. There's something <laughs> you'd have to actually with the the wand you gotta breathing. breathe on to. to get- I know. Identify yourself end up being. Well, I was thinking of all the ways you can, like, they identify you by your teeth or whatever. Like, you have to bite down on something and then what? Like, whip off the disposable bite guard thing? Like, I don't, I don't know. Here's something. Dear Sarah Vinny and everyone, especially Human, he's my favorite. Yeah, too bad. He's not here. He's in the Holy Land. He posted a picture from the, the Holocaust Museum today. Oh, you see that? I I didn't I look on Instagram that was today. Like, oh God, dude! Was he smiling? No, but I mean mm-hmm. that does seem really. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know they don't remember it anywhere like they remember it in Israel. I'm sure. It's, right. You know, well, actually, that's not true. I'm sure they remember it plenty of places. Can you believe there's people out there saying it didn't happen? That that's it blows my mind. It's like the flat Earth people. What the? <laughs> f- <laughs> Come on, stop it! I have a huge problem. And I need all your help. Here's a quick background. Follow carefully, all right? This person has lived a life. I'm 26 years old. I've been with my husband since I was 14. What? We got married when I was 20. And we have two kids, a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old, which I believe means she had them both before they got married. She had one at 16 and one at 18, and then they got married when she was 20. Oh, man. She lived a lot of life in 26 years. Yeah. Married ten, uh, married six years. I'm an HR manager for a staffing firm, and he's a lead foreman. She doesn't say how old he is. Hopefully around her age. Yeah. Uh, we're both successful despite all the statistics in teen pregnancies and young couples. Here's the problem. My husband just received a job offer in Reno to be on a five-year project for a major company. The money is wonderful, and with this, we could be set for life with a bonus of completion. Set for life? Jesus. I don't think she knows how long life is. It's pretty long. Yeah. Money goes faster than you think. Especially when you have some money. It starts to f- Well, low. she's not thinking about taxes and all the stuff that's going to chew it up. But go ahead. The problem is, he does not want to relocate us over there in Reno. 
He's been working for the past four weeks over there and coming home on the weekends. Thinking this was going to be temporary, I was able to cope with it. But now that there's an offer and a set schedule, I don't think I can live with the fact that I only see my husband on weekends. I have a full-time job. I'm a full-time mom. I'm trying my best to do all I can on my own with a smile on my face, but I don't think I could do this for five years, which is how long that contract is. Wow. I tried to talk to him about moving us out there with him, and all I can say is, you'll be bored. You'll miss San Jose too much. I'm so lost, and I don't know what to do. Please help me. Love you guys. Um, friends with whom and if, on Instagram if you want to look me up. Mm. That's easy. What is it? Reno's an up-and-coming town. I know it sounds like a ridiculous thing to say because... People who've been to Reno are like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> but it is. Mm -hmm. And it would be great for you guys to go buy a house there and live for the next five years and possibly longer, who knows, and make all that bank life-changing money. If you try to, I guess, get through five years of your life, it, that's a sad way to live. I am 100% with you. That is a sad... Like, that's you should tell him... Assuming you have promised right. years ahead as if there's no chance... That your waste, that this wasted time won't come back to bite you in the ass. Well, and all that time apart, it's just, it's nothing but stress on a relationship. I think you should say, if you think that I can do this for five years, you have, you have no idea. Like, we could wind up divorced over this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying I want to divorce you right now or that I wouldn't try, but... What I want to do in my married life with our children is be with you. And I think that once you get your kids into a school there, you volunteer at the school, you do some stuff, you will create a life because your kids force that on you. Five, ten years from now, maybe not as much as they start to get into peers and, you know, but you have an eight and ten year old. Like, this is not a horrible time to move. It sucks changing schools, but you're right. The real estate out there is so much cheaper. And you've got beautiful summers in Tahoe and beautiful winters in Tahoe. You could have some fun. Yeah. I wonder if they could do like a trial run during the summer. Right. Like rent a place mm -hmm. there that they can all live at. Mm -hmm. Look for look for houses uh, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, of all the people to be saying this, I wouldn't even be about a trial run. I'd be like, we're moving. We're moving. We're because not going to sit there, here. We're there. Right. We're not sitting here while you're sitting there. That's and, not happening. And if the house in San Jose, if they own this house, she doesn't really say much about that. Rent it out. Or sell it. You know, or it's a good it. time to sell. There's nothing on the market. Stuff but they'll never be able to get back here. That's the thing. If, if you if leave. would like. And you're in now, well, you might not be, be able to. set for life. Set for life money. Not buy a house in the Bay Area. <laughs> no, I mean, if they, if they could sell right now, it'll sell in two minutes at, and they'll have bids. Right. And mm -hmm. so they'll make bank. If they just don't waste that money, if they it'll be a down for another house somewhere. If they can afford to hold on to it, they should, though. I say, if you own something in this area, you should never sell it. It mm -hmm. will be worth. Right. When I look back at what I sold my first house that I bought here for, the little house on Strawberry that we fixed up, mm -hmm. we bought it. Love that place. Bought it for six, sold it for nine. It sold again three years later for one three, and it's I think it just came off the market at close to one seven. Mm. Wow, what's I'm wrong like, with the thing? Why is it always up for sale? <laughs> I don't know. It has, well, I sold it. I sold it in two thousand three, so it sold twice since then. Damn. So in fourteen years, I yeah, mean that's that's, a that's lot. I know, and now I'm like, well. I should have tried to hold on to that thing. I would have made well, a million more. Shoulda, coulda. I know. Yeah. But if you can, why wouldn't but you? But that's, you know, well, I'll tell if you, you why. Because sometimes you don't want to be a landlord. That's true. Because sometimes mm -hmm. you don't want someone calling you saying, I need a new dishwasher. And you're like, but I got stuff here. Yeah. I don't have 
there's plenty of good reason to get rid of that thing. Well, you can get a management company. They take a portion of the rent, but they are the person that gets the call, not you. Mm-hmm. So there is that. I'm just saying, you know, try to hold on to something if you own it in San Francisco, right. in the Bay Area. Well, the other and me saying this, I hope he doesn't have a side piece that he's hanging out with. You know, I hate to say it, that totally entered my mind as well when he said that. Well, if he doesn't now, he will soon. Yeah, they get lonely Maybe out there, those busy. men. Maybe he's too busy for a side piece, Henny. It's weird mm. how our c**ks really doesn't matter how mm. busy we are. They, how tired they you are. To how broke you are. Think for themselves. Yeah, yeah, really start to say. Well, don't threaten her with that. I mean, that's like, We're not you know, threatening her. We're talking about just, it. Yeah. Mm. If he doesn't now, he will. That seems like that's like, oh, if you don't make this work with him and move to Reno, he's going to cheat on you. Food for thought, that's all. It is <laughs> delicious Just think food. about it. Horrible. <laughs> well, and listen, that could go both ways. She's lonely. She's sad. She's holding down this thing. Right. Someone starts to look good at work or wherever. Mm. She goes out with some girlfriends, meets somebody. Yeah, but she's stuck with the kids, right? Yeah. She's stuck. Stuck. Well, listen, you are stuck with she's kids. She's taking them to wherever they got to go. At that age, you become the taxi. Mm-hmm. What are they, 8 and 10 in that set? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're taxi mom. Yep. Really? What does my schedule entail today with the driving of you? Yeah. Better get a boyfriend to help with that. Hey, <laughs> so I'm talking about... No. Yeah, I would say... No. Uh, <laughs> don't do that, Bon. Whether he wants to talk to about it or not, you need to talk mm. about it. And I would definitely say you might lose all of this. Because you guys might. That's Long distance is hard. Hey, guys. Hey. 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 I've been... Hey. I've been meaning to write in for a while for some bad advice, but life's been pretty hectic lately. I'm just getting around to it now. Quick background. I'm a 24-year-old male, 6 foot 4, about 210 pounds, a little heavier than I'd like to be, but I'm working on it. The reason I'm writing you is I've been tr- having trouble lately getting back into the dating world, and it's not like I'm antisocial or anything. I have quite a few friends. I absolutely love hanging out with people, but I have some baggage that I'm having trouble getting over, and I was wondering if it's just me overthinking things, if I should take more time to work through some things before I put myself back out there. He's 24. Here's the baggage. I have two DUIs, and because of financial reasons, I'm forced to live at home with my parents. I'm so thankful that no one besides myself was hurt because of my bad decisions in the past. To elaborate a little more, I was pulled over when I was 18, just above a .08, and I got my first Dewey, and I ran uh, into a light post going 65 with a BAC of .24. That led to me receiving a second DUI when I was 21. Although this was a tough time in my life, I don't mind talking to people about it. I'm happy to announce I'm two years, five months sober as of now. To me, this is not the main thing that's stopping me from putting more effort into my dating life. But the fact that I still live at home is killing me. It's not like I'm not able to find a job and support myself, which is uh, totally a possibility. I have a decent job background. I'm an incredibly motivated worker who can move up in a company pretty fast. I wonder if he's saying he's not working. I'm more focused in creating a long-term career for myself, so I am currently a full-time student Mm. majoring in mechanical engineering, thus not being able to move out. I would not consider myself to be the typical broke college student because I do, in fact, have enough money to take someone out on a nice date and not be a total cheapskate. So my question is, am I putting too much thought into it? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go, Yeah, go hang out with some (laughs) girls. Will women totally punt when they hear I still live at home with my parents? Uh, They will when you're 30. What? He's 24 and he's a student. Yeah, you're really overthinking. Uh, By the way, that's Vaughn. Vaughn is down here with us. Yeah, Vaughn. I'm here. Uh, (laughs)
Will they be understanding of my situation or will they punch? Should I just wait another year or so when I can move up before I start dating again? I'm interested in what Vinny has to say specifically or if he has any tips about dating while sober. By the way, I can totally hear Vinny in my head right now. Dude, quit being such a girl and overthinking things. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, look, you had a lot happen to you in a pretty short period of time. And I know how uh, firsthand how that stuff can turn your life inside out and upside down. But I would go hang out with some people. And there's no doubt that women can be they can un, they can be the best thing and the worst thing that ever happened to you so you need to be very clear about who you're hanging with if you hang with someone who's your dream girl and she drinks she can undo your sobriety in two minutes because when a girl says wow you really are good at sex i love it your confidence and how much you care about her, especially when she's so good looking, can she, she'll have you in the palm of her hand. And then when she says, let's go get a drink, you'll be fine. You're just a young guy. I'm sure it was just, that kind of can undo your sobriety. It really can. So you got to just be careful who you give that power to and someone that's responsible and, and likes you. Sure. Hang out with them. Right. And someone that's still raging, I would punt. I would move on. If that's their thing, you need to stay away from that. And that's kind of the age bracket where people right. are Right. I mean, I've, I'm telling you, it really can be an issue. Someone who you think is like, oh, my God, she's awesome. But if she likes to party a lot, that will undo your sobriety. I think that's one factor. You have to be really careful. I agree with you, and I don't have any experience with that, but I can see, I could see myself at that age having really no grasp of how badly someone can mess their life up, being like, what the f***, what are you, loser? Why aren't you drinking? Yeah, I mean, it really can undermine your, your. I mean, here you are, you, you, you're a man, you, you're not going to, you're not too weak to have a beer. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? But yeah, you are. Yeah, you, it's proven that you have a problem. And, you know, you can do all the research you want. I did tons of it before I finally gave in and said, this is not something I have this any control over. Me, right? Yeah. But Well, I think the other thing is you're 24. You know, I, everybody loves love and everybody wants to date and be with someone that they love. But, you know, give yourself some time. And what's the rush? You well, know, his penis go, is the rush. Well, you know. His wiener is the rush but he doesn't have to I, I don't think he should be super worried about it you know don't worry about being in a relationship or meeting Miss Wright just bone her and then tell her you love your parents <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> well look this is the truth I think that so many people mind F themselves on yep. the dating scene or on P- and really if you just go have some fun with people that's really all it should be just go have some fun with some people and see if, if, if you clicks. find some yeah and if you find someone who's too much work or too difficult then don't deal with that you've got too much school to do ahead ahead of you you know side note you guys should totally make a dating service for secret show listeners i would happily be the first one to sign up you can look me up uh jimmy in napa california i don't mind if you say my name (laughs) uh on a totally unrelated note if the single mom from the march 13th secret show is still looking for a friend Feel free to give her my info. Life is too short to not have some friends to share it with, and it would be amazing to hang out with someone who listens to The Secret Show, too. Uh, I don't have anybody's info. I don't have that lady's info anymore. Yeah, we don't keep that stuff. But listen, I'll keep Jimmy 
I'll keep Jimmy's uh, paper. And if that lady liked the sound of this guy, what? How old was she? She was mid twenties. She was and, young too. Yeah. Right. She was raising a kid on her own, right? Something like that. Is that her deal? Was that her deal? I, I can't remember so. who was on the March thirteenth one. <laughs> long time ago. I thought she was an East Bay lady, though. Yeah, where does he say where he's, he's from? He's Napa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is the 25-year-old single mom. The, the one that we... No. We, oh. A different one? This is, this is about about that one. Couple, <laughs> couple people wrote in about this. All right. I'm not sure what city... She's saying East Bay, though. Uh... I second looking into classes offered by the local library. At the minimum, they offer at least one free story time activity a week. There is also a fairly active, diverse East Bay moms group on Facebook called the Mamahood SF East Bay. Mm -hmm. She might be able to find local moms there to meet with at a park. People post there all the time looking for playdates, and everyone is very friendly. Also, the YMCA offers 25 hours of free childcare a week, starting from six weeks old. So if her budget allows, try checking out the local Y. 25 free hours a week. Mm. Holy shit. Uh, good luck, Mama. I stay at home. We're fairly comfortable financially, but still on a strict budget. My kid is pretty easy. I have a background in child development, and momming is still hard and sometimes very lonely. <laughs> Hopefully my suggestions help ease the monotony slash crazy slash overwhelming and all-consuming job that is being a parent, Haley. Thanks, Haley. That's sweet. Momming is hard. Yeah, it is. It's a whole thing. Well, there's so much more at stake. You could totally f*** this little person up. Like, it's just... Well, and you don't, you know, everyone's having kids at different ages now. I know my lady has, you know, a three-year-old. Most of her friends don't have any kids. Mm. So there's times when she's, you know, like, say, a week where she's on vacation or whatever, and she's home with the kid where she's like, yeah, I'm going to go to lunch with my girlfriends and bring my the daughter. And I'm like, okay, that's not really kid stuff, but sure. But can you imagine if that's what her full-time momming was like? Like... You can't bring your kid to everything. Lunch with the girls every day. Like right. they kids have to do kid stuff. Right. And so you have to find people with kids who can do stuff with them together. Right. And a lot of people who don't have kids don't want your kids around. Right. You know? Right. There's that's not I mean, nothing breaks up friendships like kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. Hate kids. Right. Uh yeah. I that, used to go to lunch with this one girlfriend and I love her kid and I love her. But it was always the kid's name, you know, whatever, throw in any name. Bobby, don't. Bobby, no. Bobby, get down here. Bobby. And the whole lunch was that. It was just like, wow. oh, my God, get me out of here. And I love Bobby, and I love her, but I can't have you do two together when we're out. Right. If I, I go to go your house, you. that's one thing, you know, go hang out. But I get I get self-conscious drinking in front of kids, too. I was like, put those kids to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, why, why are there kids still around? I'm yeah, three drinks I mean, in. <laughs> that's it. You got to find someone with kids and you got to, it's a thing. Yeah. It, you have to not only find someone who ha- also has kids, but whose parenting style you can cope with. Right. Mm. Because man, nothing breaks up friends like parenting styles too. Like mm-hmm. you just sit and your kid goes, they've got two. Now you're the, you know, not letting them do whatever. Or their kids just are with you the whole, like, I don't want to hang out with your kids. See my kids? No, that's right, because I made them go away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to swear and drink in front of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's that. 
Let me just scan this one really quick. I don't remember it. I believe this is a gay man. My boyfriend and I broke up a few weeks ago. Mid thirties guys here. And I've been having a tough go of it. We were together three years and I made the call to break up. I regretted it a few days later and I've spent two weeks trying to tell him why I want us to stay together. Uh, um, I've been true. I know. I got a whole story below for uh, for reference. Oh, for background? Yeah, yeah, we need to hear that. I've been trying to put myself out there to date others, hoping I'd get my mind off the breakout up. I still hold out some hope that he and I will get back together, though. I'm wondering, does me sleeping with someone else while we're broken up diminish our chances of getting back together? Am I moving too fast and trying to date others <laughs> Wait, already? What? Any advice from listeners on where to meet guys to date, not just a hookup site like Grindr, as I'm more of a relationship guy? Okay, looking, got a job, a house, come on. So here's a full story. Started dating at the end of 2013. We work at the same company and met each other there. After about eight months of us being together, I decided to take a job up in Seattle. I wanted him to move there with me, and with some convincing, he went for it. We moved in together in December of 2014 in Seattle. First year, great. New city, we were in love. Second year, not as great for me. I have a house in San Jose that requires plenty of work, and to get a construction loan, I'd have to, I'd have, to have that house as my primary address. So it's complicated. We made virtually no friends in Seattle, which wasn't a problem the first year because it was us having a great time. We were together all the time because we both worked from home, didn't really know anyone there. So between the stress of what to do with my house and the fact that we had no friends, I decided to move back to San Jose. I'd hoped he'd come back with me, but he stood firm on not wanting to go back despite me offering to make my house our house if he wanted to. So I moved back in August of 2016. We made it a few more months, but he refused to have a real conversation about what we were going to do. After the new year, when he still didn't want to try and come up with a solution, I decided to end it. After a few days, I was regretting it. As I really thought about it, I realized I was being selfish. I always got my way in our relationship, always. What I really wanted more than anything was for us to be together. I admitted I was wrong, told him I was willing to move back to Seattle to work it out. He claims once you pick up with someone, there's no going back. What? There was never any physical abuse or cheating, and he's just throwing this away. I know he still loves me, but I think he's just hurt and being stubborn right now. I love him very much. I'm willing to hold on to some hope while he calms down and thinks things over. But I don't want to be stupid and give up on what I want, which is a relationship with someone. So I figured I might as well try and date in the meantime. I'm not getting any younger. Um, if someone mm. said to me, I'm going to take a job in Seattle and I really want you to move with me. And I go through the process of making such a big decision and then do it. And then get up there and we're building a new life together in Seattle. And then my someone, the one who lured me up there, says, I got to go back. I wouldn't forgive you either. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, the f what? You're doing what? I got a better idea. Sell that dump. Because you lured me up here. I left my whole life back there. To come up here for you. And he obviously likes it more than you did. Maybe you don't have any or, friends or maybe he or does. Or this, this is the typical roller coaster this person puts him on. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I've had it. Yeah. I'm not doing any more of your nonsense. Too many hoops right. to jump through to be your person. Yeah, uh, it sounds to me like he's relieved that you broke up with him. Mm -hmm. It's not going to get back together. You need to focus on the future Okay, he was a great thing, a great moment in your life, but you f***ed that up. Yeah. And uh, Just like you f*** everything else up. Yeah, you're yeah. always f***ing everything up. God! <laughs> Kidding. Well, we don't know you, but I'm sure you yeah. do f*** 
everything up. Um, yeah, don't, uh, you need to not dwell on this. So, wait a minute. When did they move back? He didn't. The other guy didn't. Few, I'm sorry. When they broke up a few weeks. So, he moved back in August of last, just six months ago, seven, whatever, however long ago that was. And they broke up. So, they long distanced it, I guess, mm. for a while. And then a few weeks ago, they broke up. And actually, this was written... Uh, late January. I can even see the guy who got dumped being like, Wait, you're dumping me? <laughs> you moved me to Seattle, left me in Seattle, <laughs> and you're <laughs> dumping me. <laughs> I'm dumping you. The you. Sounds like, frankly, it sounds like he was probably relieved that you yeah. dumped him. Oh, I absolutely believe that's the case. Sometimes you're sure. staying things way too long. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for yeah. Sure. You need to look to the future, learn from this relationship, and don't make these same mistakes again, and settle yourself. And Just as for the whole, where do you find other gay men to be in a relationship with everyone here is in a relationship of our own for years long and uh, Vaughn you know where he nope. can find a gay guy to date I would not Vaughn's the Maybe only Scott single guy him. here you know I get that he's into you know he's into relationships I think that what you really need to do is find things that you're interested in life live your life People come into your life and out. If you're just working from home, that's really hard. Yeah. Join a couple clubs. Find a f- hobby. Find something to be interested in, and, and to be able to you know, become an expert on, you know, ceramic from East Asia or something. Like whatever. Like find something. I always like when people take up some kind of athletic endeavor because sure. then you're getting exercise mm-hmm. and meeting people who are also exercising, and hopefully that. You know, being outdoors or right. whatever will get you into some cool situations, whether it, there's travel involved or whatever. You know, that events and adventures thing, I always think that mm-hmm. sounds like such a fun thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I was single, I'd want to do so. Because it's not the pressure. I don't know if that has a gay element to it or if there are services like that that cater to I'm the gay sure community. I'm sure there yeah. are. Uh, but I look into that. You mm-hmm. know, then you meet people who are clearly not looking for, like, a grinder hookup. They're looking for someone that they share interests with, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, you ruined that other thing, and uh, you need to move on from that. Good luck. Yep. Not said without compassion. I mean, I you know, yeah, who, absolutely. Who yeah, we I know we can, we can around a lot, stuff, but for sure, we care. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for today's secret show. Have a great day. Thank you.